Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So this week, we wanted to continue our conversation that we had last week because, as always, there are so many different layers to things, and we had been talking, and we feel like there's a little bit more we wanted to share. Yes. But before we get started, we want to ask y'all if you would If you love listening to our podcast, would you subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and share it with your other mom friends? Yes, we would so, so appreciate it because it means the world to us that you are all listening because we can see that you guys are listening. Yes. (laughs) So if you wouldn't mind helping us reach other people, it would be really wonderful. Yes. Okay, so last week... We just kind of, I think we were kind of all over the place, but we were just trying to communicate that the way we speak to children and the way we treat them, it just matters. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of continue on into that. And I wanted to start by reading from, oh, the words of the week is from the good old Bible again. Good old Bible. Um, (laughs) From Matthew 18. And it says, At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child and had him stand among them. Truly, I tell you, he said, Unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to fall away, it would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Boom. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's some pretty intense stuff right there. Intense, serious. So it's a big deal the way that we handle children. It's a huge deal. And we already know that. Obviously, that's why we care about talking about motherhood. But it's just, I mean, that's just one example in the Bible that so clearly talks about how precious these children are to God. Yes. And they're a gift. They are a gift. They are a blessing. Yes. And I don't honestly don't think enough people have read that verse of the Bible. Yeah. And fully understand the depth to it. Yeah. And what it means. Because, I mean, you and I have had conversations about people who are Christians, but don't act 
<laughs> in ways that God expects us to. Yeah. And especially when it comes to our children, there's a lot of contradictions that we see within our society based on that and parenting. Oh, yeah. And I think, unfortunately, that has also infiltrated the church. Oh, wholeheartedly. Because we're supposed to look different than the world. So it makes me sad when I see, if if you don't know this by now, this world does not care about children. It's not uh, set up to support them, love them, care about them, cherish them. It's just not. And that nope. is the harsh reality of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. So it makes me sad when I see the way that a lot of churches also view children. Right. It's like, okay, you go over here. Yes. And then the adults are going to go over here in big church and talk about God and all this stuff. Yes. And it's like, wait a sec. There's one God and one heaven. Right. So we all need to be together and our children deserve to learn about all of this stuff and be a part of this stuff because it says so clearly right here they need to be with us but also we need to be with them right because they are precious and they help us humble ourselves yes so it's not it goes both ways they need to be with us but we need to also be with them and be together. I mean. Period. Yeah. Like, that's just what it. Yeah, that's like, that's about be. it. <laughs> yeah. No, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I felt like that so much so. I Because I didn't really understand that. And I mean, I've, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I grew up Catholic and I grew up going to the Catholic church. And we didn't have that. There wasn't a section where you you leave your kids. Yeah. It was we were with our parents the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So it was just it was really interesting to me when it came to Christian churches how they do that. And I was and I think I've said it to you also, like I just I'm like, I want my daughter to be with me. I want her to, to see what this is like and grow up going. Yeah. Not feeling like, Oh, we're going to church and I'm going to go and be away from my mom. You know, it's just, yeah. And, and I'm, this is not to like talk down to any like children's ministry. I think that they, they're important and they serve a purpose in the community and in the church. And my, children have participated in children's ministries right but i just i i think about the big picture and like what kids are seeing and what they're understanding and the messaging that we're sending and this has been something that has really convicted my heart lately and i really just feel like i want to be in a worship environment that is like holistic for children of all ages for families to be together and and also an environment that honors 
every child where they're at developmentally. Yes. Yes. Because that's, that's another big deal. It's one thing to be like, okay, kids are welcome, but also we're going to side eye you and be like, can you shut your kids up? Yeah. Because I've also gone to churches where they're like, can you take your kids to the children's ministry? And I'm like, this is my first time here and I don't know you people. I'm what? not going to drop my kids off with people that I don't know. Right. Or they say like, oh, here's a quiet bag or, you know, there's, I've, it's interesting. It's really interesting. So I think that that's a whole nother layer of like. <laughs> I was going to say that's a whole nother conversation. Yes. Having children with you, but also knowing like meeting children where they're at developmentally and then honoring that and helping it be an experience for everybody to be together. Right. Right. And that matters. Yeah. And that, and I mean, that in itself will show children how to feel about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if there's the mindset of, okay, you're supposed to come and you're supposed to sit and you're supposed to be quiet. And if you're, if you don't, well, then you can't be here, you know? Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it ties into everything we're talking about. The way we talk to our children matters. The way that we treat our children matters. The things that we speak over them matter, you know? Yep. So, so many layers, but very important pieces of the conversation. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's so important because I I so often think about that I'm raising my grandchildren's parents. Yes. So my children are going to grow up and they're going to be parents and they're going to be friends and coworkers and neighbors and adults. Mm -hmm. And the way that I treat them, it's going to impact all of that. And so I, it doesn't just stay in my own household. Right. It starts like, at home. Yeah. But, yeah. But it radiates out. The impact is, it goes on. Right. Forever and ever. And I think that this is, sometimes I feel like people just take that so lightly. Like they don't, they don't take it seriously, which is why I'm so glad you read the words of the week this week because it matters so much. I know we say that all the time, but it really, really does because like you said, it literally impacts every, like it will impact every single one of their relationships for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And it's just, it's a big deal that people hear yeah. and understand that. It's so true that it's, it's such a big deal. And I, I really do believe that our children teach us things that we wouldn't learn anywhere else. Absolutely. And I think that that's the way God intended it. And we, it's our job to humble ourselves. It absolutely is. And I think that that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. Because I even remember when I first really just became really in tune with 
myself and what I was saying and how I was showing up and my energy and how that impacted my daughter. And then there was a conversation about why it's important to apologize to your kids and why it's important to make sure that they know how much you love them no matter what, you know, because sometimes as adults or at any point in your life, you might not feel like apologizing when you're feeling really angry or you're feeling really upset and you might not feel like being like, I love you so much right now. Yeah. But you know what? You have to do that because it matters and your kids will remember that. Absolutely. Remember, Hey, I was acting a fool and my mom was still sitting with me, holding me being like, you know what? I love you so much. Yeah. Cause that's our job. Right. Our, our kids, they need our help. I don't know. That just made me think, I don't know where my kids heard this because I don't say this, but one of my kids said, Ooh, you're in trouble. Yeah. I don't, I don't say those words. So it must've been from a show or from another child or whatever. I don't either. But the first time I heard that, I said, wait, what, what are you talking about? Because I was like, those, I don't say that to you. Yeah. And so I reframed that and I said, hey, if somebody is in trouble, that means they need help. Right. So just like shifting that language, like, no, nobody is in trouble. And if they are having trouble, then as a family, we're going to help them out. Yes. Absolutely. Like, I think like I even just that. little things like that, it's so important. Well, it's the words we speak. Yeah. That's why it's everything starts at home with the words you speak about yeah. anything. Yeah. Because I find it very interesting. I don't say that either. I don't say it to any children. Literally. Yeah. I don't I don't even know if I've ever really said that. Maybe as a child growing up. But I don't say that to kids because I'm like, I don't want them to think they're in trouble in the, and it's going to be an adult responding to them to, in a negative way. Well, yeah. And it just saying that is like, it's almost like teasing. It's like, it haha, you're in trouble. It's like, wait, if somebody's in trouble, that means they need help. Right. Like, this is not a joke. We need right. help. <laughs> like if anybody's having a hard time, we need to be yeah. there for them. And I think, like you said, just re reframing the mindset around what that actually means. Yeah. Because that can be very confusing. You know, yeah. if a kid hears someone say, oh, you're going to be in trouble or you're in trouble. And they're like, wait, what does that actually mean? Is yeah. that a bad thing? Is someone going to help me? And yeah. Get yeah. yelled at? What does it mean? Right. There's There's so many little things like that, that I just, we just want to be so intentional with even something that seemed like that seems that probably seemed that example probably sounds so silly to yeah. a lot of people that it's like, yeah. no, it, it matters. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing that people forget is that our children take things literally. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying something that is it a, is a joke as an adult, you're a child is not going to understand that they're going to take it seriously. 
and they're going to think you really, really mean that. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah. It's a really big deal. And I think that should not be taken lightly either. Yeah. That's so true. That's such a good point. And humbling yourself as an adult to realize, hey, this might seem funny to me or other people who understand it, but to a child, it could be traumatizing. Yeah. That matters. Yeah. And just humbling yourself enough to like get into your child's world to see where they're coming from and how they're receiving Yes. What we're saying or not saying or like how we're acting. Yes. That takes, it takes work. It takes work. It takes work. It's not easy by any means. Yeah. But it's important. Yeah. And I think it's, I think we've said it many times. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to learn and grow as an adult and as a child of God and as a mother Yeah. I love that you said that last week, a beautiful opportunity, because that is exactly what it is. Well, it it reminds me of, um, of the podcast we were listening to that you sent me this week with, um, what is his name? Pastor Tim. Oh yes. Tim Ross. Tim Ross. Um, when he was saying he doesn't call them failures, he calls them findings. Yes. Yes. Because that applies here too. Yes. So much so. Our words, our words guide our perspective on things. So it's like, that's why I love coming up. Like I love listening to people who like come up with phrases like that to just like make it practical in real life. Because it's like, that might sound silly, but it's like, it's so important. Yes. The words that we're speaking over ourselves, the things we keep playing over and over again in our heads, right. like telling ourselves things we're telling our children, like it influences their perspective, our perspective and our, our identity, their identity. Like it, it influences so much. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like what you said earlier, though, just reframing, just re redirecting your mind yeah and just really being conscious and aware and thinking about it yeah i love that that idea of reframing things and like looking at things from a different perspective because i feel like that is part of being a humble person is just being curious about looking at all sides of things. Yes. And when we're saying like, oh, it matters so much how we treat kids, like we are mothers and we're doing this just like everybody else. Like I feel like some people might say, well, like, oh, it's easy for you to say, or it's not easy for us to say. (laughs) Like nothing about this is like, oh, it's just easy and it's all sunshine and roses and like, no. And also Raising- that we and also that we don't mess up. Yeah, yeah, we mess up. Yeah, and then our kids call us out. Yeah, or we realize, or both. Yeah, and then we and then we repair. Yeah, yeah, it's that. Oh, that's something that Carly and I were talking about before we even started recording tonight. It's just 
why it's so important to talk to our kids the way we do, because we want them to feel safe mm-hmm. and heard, and we want mm-hmm. them to feel comfortable telling us how we made them feel about yes. certain things. Because that is huge. That's a huge deal. If your child can come to you and say, when you said this to me earlier, it made me feel this way. Mm-hmm. And then as an adult being like, oh, wow, I didn't realize, or maybe I did realize, but I didn't want to apologize like we yeah. were just talking about, or yeah. I wasn't ready to apologize, or I didn't under- fully understand how much that impacted them. It's yeah. so it's so awesome when your child can tell you how you made them feel. And a lot of the time, it takes a long time for children to feel comfortable doing that. And sometimes people never feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. So if we can help our children do that, name their feelings and have them not be afraid of getting in trouble, yeah. that is, that's a blessing. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. It really is. And it was just like when we were talking before and you were talking about that and I shared with you, one of my kids has started saying, you're not listening to me. And I realized, I'm like, wait a second, I am listening to you. So what, what's, what's going on? Like, what is behind this? Right. And I realized it was when I was saying no about right. something. And so in that moment, I had a decision to make am I going to just dismiss this and say, I'm clearly listening to you, knock it off, get over it. Or I need to get to the bottom of this. Right. What does that actually, what is actually going on? And what was behind that was my child wasn't feeling heard. Mm -hmm. And they were upset that the answer was no, which I'm upset. The answer is no sometimes too. Yeah. And it, I mean, so that's where we were able to start. So we we peeled back all the layers of what was actually going on. And I'm able to help my children and talk through this thing. Okay, I can feel mad that the answer is no. That doesn't change the answer. But hey, my mom is here listening to me and is walking me through these human things that I am feeling. Because we're emotional beings. So just to say, hey, knock it off and don't be upset about something, it's not helpful. No, it's not helpful to anybody. And also, I think the other thing that people forget or fail to realize is if someone said that to you as an adult, how you would feel. Yeah. Honestly, that is the part that blows my mind is it- when I'm like, I see the way adults speak to children and I'm like, Hmm, if somebody was speaking to you that way, that wouldn't be okay. And that applies across the board with so many things with children, whether (laughs) speaking to them a certain way, treating them a certain way. Goodness. It's, it's been something that has been so eye opening to me since becoming a mother. Yeah. And I've literally said that to people like, it's okay for you to do that to a child, but it's not okay for you to do that to an adult. Yeah. Where, tell me how that lines up. How does yeah. that make any sense? Because little, tiny, innocent beings 
deserve love and respect too. Well, yeah. And would you be okay with your child treating you that way? Right. Like, and also, yes, I am constantly telling my children, please speak to me the way that I'm speaking to you. Because that's showing them, okay, I care about the way that I'm speaking to you. So my voice is calm and respectful. Please calm your voice and be respectful. Exactly. It's not me yelling and acting all ratchet, telling my kids, don't disrespect me while I am clearly disrespecting them. Right. You see how that, it doesn't even, if you just take a step back, that doesn't make any sense. No. But that, that's it's like normal. Oh, yeah. Adults, it's like, oh, well, we're older and we know more and we're bigger and stronger. And so you're just supposed to listen to me. And no, that's not how it works. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say, too, is if you are acting a certain way, they are going to see you act that way. And then they will do that. They'll follow suit. Our kids watch (laughs) everything we do. They hear everything we say, our body language, everything. Don't expect your children to treat you any better than you treat them. Yes. And then people are like, oh, children are so disrespectful. I'm like, well, where where do you think they're learning it from? Yeah. I know, yes, if there's situations where they're outside the home and they might see other people, but it all starts at home. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I don't know if I've said it before on the podcast, but I know we've talked about it. I think obviously it matters so much how we just love our children and just like the normal everyday today stuff. But I, I almost think it matters more the way we treat our children when they do mess up. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Or when they are acting out or when they are being disrespectful or, you know, whatever is normal developmental things that kids go through. Yeah. I but feel that, like it it matters more how we handle those situations. Yes, because they'll remember how you handle those situations. Yeah, and if and it's helpful or if it's hurtful. Right, and then they'll truly they'll base their their actions or their reactions off of that. Yeah. And that's why none of this can be taken lightly because it all it matters so deeply. Yeah. And like you said, it's not saying we're some perfect parents. We don't even use the word perfect. It's not saying that we don't mess up. It's not saying that you should be doing this or should be doing that. But it really just comes down to being human and realizing that we're all children of God and he loves us and we all matter and he wants us. Oh, my Sorry. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's the end of the night and we're just trying to wrap up the end of this conversation while surrendering to motherhood at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. And not but. Yes. And so, yeah, I feel like this conversation wasn't as much wasn't as all over the place as last week's conversation. I feel like it was more one one mainstream of conversation so yeah. i hope that the message that we were trying to get across was delivered in a in a way that felt encouraging 
Yeah. And I love what you were saying before we had to pause. You were saying that we're all God's children. And that really like puts that into perspective. So like our children belong to God, but we also belong to God. And that's how God sees all of us. Right. And he wants us all to love one another and respect one another and care for one another and carry others burdens. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. We're not here to demean and belittle and not support each other. Yeah. And I wanted to end this episode with some encouragement um, from Isaiah um, chapter 40, verse 11. It says, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those who have young. And that was one version. And then my version, it says, he gently leads those that are nursing, which I love that. Because it's like, God cares so deeply about us while we are caring for his children. Yes. And so surrendering in motherhood, and it can feel all-consuming because raising little babies, and even as they grow, it's just, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's a big deal, like we always say. But it just, it's so encouraging to know that God cares what we're doing. Yeah. He's, he's so close to us while we're doing this. He cares and he's right there. And I think it's important to mention too, while we're raising our children, we're also raising ourselves sometimes. Yeah. And so knowing that he's right there and he's even closer is, I hope that people feel how encouraging that is. And how people can feel that presence and being really just conscious and aware of the importance of having that relationship with God and nourishing and nurturing that relationship with God. Yeah. And he's there. He's not the one that moves. Right. It's us. Exactly. So that's why the, the surrender is necessary. The surrender is necessary in all seasons. Yep. It's so true. So yes, we we'd love to hear what you think. So these conversations are what are on our hearts and our minds, and sometimes they may feel really deep, but we're here to open them up and yep. normalize these conversations. Yep. So we can just have open and honest and heartfelt conversations as adults and have our kids see that too. Yep. But I think we covered everything we wanted to. Yep. I think that's good. All right, guys, we will be back next week. Bye y'all. Bye.